You're listening to WXXI News. I'm Beth Adams. Tropical-like humidity combined with a high around 90 today has prompted the National Weather Service to issue a heat advisory for Rochester and western New York. WXXI meteorologist Josh Nichols says that runs from noon to 8 p.m. Heat index values will climb into the upper 90s, especially in the Genesee Valley and along the Lake Plain. The oppressive weather won't last much longer, though. A cold front will bring showers and cooler air to the region on Saturday. The Rochester Police Department says cars and property are safer when there is a crowd in well-lit areas. Lieutenant Greg Bellow discusses the dramatic rise in stolen vehicles on WXXI's connections with Evan Dawson. Bellow says the vast majority of thefts happen when there are no witnesses around. He praised community events and public concerts, saying anything to bring people together promotes safety. Anytime you get neighborhood groups together and form cohesion within a neighborhood or any sort of area together where people start to take an ownership over that area. And that investment in that area leads towards that public safety. Things as simple as just picking up the garbage, right? Knowing that area and taking that claim over that area leads towards the overall safety of it. Data show that in the first half of this year, Rochester has had the highest increase in car thefts of any city in the U.S., New owners of CityGate Plaza are looking to restart the long-stalled development that is home to Costco on Rochester's south side. But as WXXI's Brian Sharp reports, they have a different vision for finishing the site. The initial concept for CityGate was for a walkable village with hundreds of apartments encircling restaurants, offices, shops, and a hotel. What it became is a half-finished shopping center anchored by Costco with a fair amount of vacancy and acres yet to be developed. Streamline Real Estate Partners out of Fairport bought the property last fall and now is looking to complete the project, but drop the housing. They're a commercial developer, and they're proposing a commercial development. Eric Frisch is the city's deputy commissioner for neighborhood and business development. And he's right. Streamline's experience and connections are in the commercial sector. The property is expansive, extending along Westfall and East Henrietta Roads and reaching into Brighton. Conceptual plans still show a hotel, five stories, upwards of 185 rooms, but the housing is replaced with drive through restaurants and office or mixed-use commercial buildings. We don't have a, a time frame at this time for when the first developments would occur and what specifically those would be. The city is being asked to adjust zoning to fit the new vision. In the meantime, Streamline plans to focus on filling the vacant existing storefronts. Brian Sharp, WXXI News. The Syracuse Catholic Diocese will pay $100 million to hundreds of survivors of sexual abuse. The survivors' attorneys call the settlement of a 2020 lawsuit monumental, but say full accountability has not been achieved. Natasha Senyanovich reports. Attorney Taylor Stipple calls the historic settlement a victory for all survivors of sex abuse, especially those who, like her Syracuse clients, endured decades of silence and pain. Some were assaulted or raped half a century ago when they were four or five. Stipple thinks they deserve more justice, though, than a bankruptcy court can give. The opportunity to have their day in court was ripped from their hands with this bankruptcy filing. And that's why we think the tactic is so nefarious, because it robs survivors of what the legislature gave them the right to do. But Syracuse Bishop Douglas Lucia says court cases take years. And given the vast number of claims, he says filing for bankruptcy assured that his diocese could pay out all of the survivors. There's the danger, really, that you would run out of funds, that literally, as some places have done, you would have to close up shop. 
the the first few who might come and have their cases litigated would get something. But what happens to the rest? The $100 million comes from the diocese and its affiliates. It's the second largest settlement in the nation in this kind of case, which is not over. Next is trying to get the diocese's insurers to also pay out the claims, says Lucia. He hopes the fact that his diocese is working with the survivors will encourage insurers to step up. Attorney Stipple, however, is only cautiously optimistic. She says typically in these cases, only religious institutions have been making financial reparations. These insurers across the board have uh, employed tactics to delay, to deny survivors uh, the, the true value of their claims. And I, I would not say that any of them has been um, collaborative. Stibble says the $100 million settlement will not be split equally among the survivors, but based on legal distribution protocols. In Syracuse, I'm Natasha Sinyanovich for WXXI News. Settlement proceedings still continue in the lawsuits that were filed against the Rochester Catholic Diocese. You can find more local news on our website, wxxinews.org.